You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Welcome to an emergency episode of the San Jose Hockey Now podcast. This is our first emergency podcast, and uh, we think this is well warranted, warranted enough to sit down and at least give all the information that we have on the current situation. Um, obviously, the news came out this morning that the San Jose Sharks are attempting to terminate Evander Kane's contract uh, because of another COVID protocol violation. So um, basically what's going on is Elliot Friedman this morning said that Evander Kane was put on unconditional waivers to terminate his deal. And then uh, not too long afterwards, the Sharks put out a statement uh, essentially saying that they've informed Evander Kane that he's been placed on unconditional waivers with the intent to terminate his contract for breach of his NHL standard player contract and for violation of the AHL COVID-19 protocols. Um, Obviously, Shang Pang is here with me. He is my co-host. And Shang, I'm going to go ahead and let you take over so people can stop listening to me. <laughs> um, first thing I want to say is if you think that this situation is over, uh, you are out of your mind. Evander Kane is not walking away, is not going to let go of the $22 million that the Sharks owe him and just and, and just, 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 just let that disappear. <laughs> uh, the NHLPA is going to have a word on this too, I would think. So, what the Sharks are trying to do, obviously, is to disappear all of Kane's remaining contract and the cap hit. And if they're successful, uh, obviously, uh, that would be uh, a dream for the organization and for its fans and for the reset and all those sorts of things. Um, and so we'll see uh, how, how that goes. Um, I think the most obvious, obvious precedent is the Mike Richard situation. And I've written about that before and months ago before, uh, before Kane went to the AHL, I think he had been suspended already. I talked to a source, uh, with the league and the league said that at that time he did not think that a Mike Richard situation would a settlement would be possible. Uh, but now though, uh, now that the sharks have actually made that move to try to terminate Kane's contract, I think that this is very possible and to reset or to tell about the Mike Richard situation. If you aren't aware, um, some of my details may be fuzzy because this was, you know, back a number of years ago, 2015, I believe. But basically, the Kings attempted to, just like the Sharks are trying to, attempted to terminate all of Mike Richards' remaining contract. Um, Richards and the NHLPA were not, obviously, were not cool with that because of uh, all, you know, that's basically the organization saying, like the Sharks are trying to do, not only uh, uh, are you not going to be on our cap, but we're not going to pay you at all. That's what the Sharks are trying to do here. Um, Now, one thing I will say, though, and this is what happened in the Kings case, is that the Kings had a strong enough case there where they felt confident enough to try to terminate it. 
and the Richards and the NHLPA settled because the NHLPA, um, and it's it's it, it was in an Elliot Friedman story from that time. Uh, I believe Bill Daly. The idea was that. The, the Kings had enough of a case that they actually might win it if it went all the way to arbitration. They might. They 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 might have lost it too. Uh, yeah. But if it went to independent arbitration, the, the the Kings might have actually successfully completely terminated Mike Richards' contract. So that's why the NHLPA was okay with the settlement there. So what we don't know, what we don't have a sense of right now is what Kane's violation is, his COVID violation. So depending on the gravity of it, I would assume that it is enough that the Sharks think that they can get away with this. And this um, is just really quick, Shang. This is yes. as of 1240 on yes, thank uh, you, Saturday, yeah. January 8th. That's the just the information that we're working with now, uh, just in case new developments come out. That's essentially we're recording this at that time. Yep, I've been working these uh, these these, uh, the, these phones hard the last uh, hour or so, and uh, I may have more stuff in an hour or so. Actually, I'm going to uh, appear on Sharks pregame live uh, uh, today, so I may have something different a couple hours from now. But anyway, the the Sharks, felt, or, I'm sorry, the the Kings back then felt like they 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 had a chance to do it. The NHLPA and uh, the the Richards camp thought so too. So that's why they they went with the settlement. So that may be the case here. You know, it is an extraordinary move for the Sharks to try this. I will say that. And so I would think that they must think that they have something that is that is practically bulletproof. No, not bulletproof. No, because what happened with the Kings and uh, well, basically, if the Kings thought that they were bulletproof on Richards, they would have gone. They would have gone all the way because and completely yeah. voided his contract or completely terminated it. But they went enough. with the settlement because they they thought, well, they we we might lose this case too. So uh, yeah, okay. I, th- that's not the accurate terminology. Sorry, I just wanted to make make that clear. It's not bulletproof, but uh, it does suggest that they have a strong case, though. Okay. Right. Uh, so that there might be some in, in, in the Mike Richards situation and some of my numbers may be off, but what the league settled with, uh, 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 what the Richards camp settled with, with the Kings was that Richards would be paid until like 2032 and there would be a cap hit, but it'd be a very small cap hit because his cap hit was basically cut up until 2032. Uh, but that was extraordinary back then, and the NHLPA uh, or the NHL gave the NHLPA assurances back then that this would not be a situation that would be a precedent or repeated. So it, we could have a different scenario here in terms of, uh, you know, maybe the Sharks has, have something bulletproof and they're going to be able to get away with this. Uh, or maybe they don't, uh, like in the case with the with the Kings and Richards, and there's going to be some kind of settlement. But like I said, uh, seven years ago, at least, whenever the Richards thing, Richards thing happened, the NHL was clear to the NHL PA and was clear to the public at large that this was not going to be a normal situation. Um, yeah. So I think there's a lot that we don't know. But again, to make clear, though, that this is not the end of the situation. This is the actually the continuation of this uh, Evander Kane saga. Um, yeah. Again, uh, 
starting another we, chapter essentially exactly yeah you know we've never had 22 million dollars but whatever that is relative to to your life or my life if someone tries to take that away and you don't think that's justified then you're or even if it's justified you're, you're gonna fight it because that's a lot of money <laughs> yeah yeah so now granted, i think i want to uh, make that clear yes yeah comparing to the mike richard situation it's mm-hmm. covid protocol you know in the middle of a pandemic still kind of um changes the gravity of the situation for the sharks and what like legal um what legal stand they're sitting on essentially um because it, it says in the statement that it's due to covid protocol violation correct yes and then a breach of contract actually which is not yeah. really which is which people aren't really focusing on because you know the covid violation is sort of uh uh, I don't want to use the word. It's you know, sexy isn't the right word for it, but it's the it's the phrase that catches everybody's eyes there. Obviously, because of of uh, Evander's uh, past COVID violation that got him suspended. So, um, but the breach of contract could be something different. Um, it could be I, again that that part that that's where I have the the least clue about so far in terms of uh, of uh, the the sources that I've been trying to mine, but. I can again, yeah. What I can tell you though is that there's no reason to believe that this is over, and that there's every reason to believe that Evander Kane is going to fight this. Yeah. So, um, just some questions that pop up in my yep. mind and, and and some Sharks fans' minds: um, Would the Sharks be in contact with the league and like the NHLPA about what they were planning to do, or is this something that they would keep in like internal affairs? This is a, a good question as to whether or not the Sharks let the league or the PA know. Uh, my guess is they did not, but I do not know uh, the the certainty of it. Um, I'm just looking at a re- report now from uh, our old friend Kevin Kurz uh, mm-hmm. that the termination stems primarily from him traveling to Vancouver while COVID positive. Um, so again, what that, what that means for, if that's grounds for termination is, is a, is a whole nother, is a, is a whole nother, uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's a, that's a big question. So, but that is gotcha. the, the latest, the latest update we, we have here on, on that. Um, so yeah. So anyway, <laughs> any, 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 any more, any, any more questions, uh, beside that, besides, uh, I, I, I can tell you that it's gonna, it's gonna get ugly. So. And, and obviously for those wondering, um, we've, we talked about before, uh, Doug Wilson technically is still stepping, like he's still off to the side dealing with his health. Mm-hmm. Um, but we presume that he's fully involved in this decision. Like this isn't something that the sharks, are doing without him, correct? That this yeah, is I was under is every still... impression when he stepped down or stepped away that he was just a phone call away for the the big decisions. And yeah. so, yes, I I I I I'm fairly certain that uh, he uh, is aware and is a part of it, even if he's not handling day to day. Gotcha. So, the conclusion that I'm kind of coming to right now is that it, it seems as though the San Jose Sharks and their legal team have have kind of come to a uh, agreement that they have at least a strong enough case to start this process. Like, like you said, you know, it might not be, like I said, I use the word bulletproof, which wasn't like a good usage of the word there, but it might not be a bulletproof case, but something that at least gets the process started for them um, to attempt to 
uh, terminate Evander's contract. Yeah, I mean, under, uh, looking at, at what we have here, if uh, Evander Kane uh, traveled, though, so again, I'm not really sure. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of uh, uh, details with with this. He he traveled to Canada, but you're supposed to get uh, negative COVID tests before you travel. So you know, then I assume he did some a private. Uh, maybe a pri- oh, where I'm just speculating here now, but um, yeah, I, that's there. There's a lot. There's a lot. A lot to be learned still because if he did indeed travel to Canada while COVID positive, but uh, you're supposed to uh, test negative before crossing the border. I that's uh, you know I, I did that in October when I uh, uh, traveled uh, to cover the Sharks in Toronto and Ottawa and Montreal, but uh, maybe he flouted that. Uh, maybe there's something else going on here, but yeah, anyway. Hey, we want to take a quick break to thank this week's sponsor, DraftKings. Hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that'll make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. And don't worry if DraftKings Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, it's not a problem. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Hockey Contests. It's pretty simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code THPN, throw down $1 on any NHL game, and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit. $1 $1 wager required, one per customer, restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's interesting. There's a lot of information that we still have yet to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, just as like a generic question, you think there's any possibility that he still remains unvaccinated and that's what kind of kicked this off? Um, I would think not on that part because... You know, when he came back uh, in late November, early December, uh, he said he was fully vaccinated. But of course, you know, that's not enough. You know, I'm sure he had to submit a vaccination card. I'm sure the league checked that out and the Sharks checked that out. Um, So that part, I would think that he is vaccinated. So just because so yeah so i i would not assume that 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 he is not a uh, a uh, fully vaccinated um and anyway um the the information that suggests that he broke it for going going to vancouver while while positive yeah uh, also that has nothing to do with his vaccination status gotcha so essentially we're kind of uh we wanted to record this at least and get this out to everyone so that way we could kind of clarify the situation this isn't a get out of jail free card for the san jose sharks obviously i mean it could be but uh, you know don't assume it yet though yeah yeah it's it's their best attempt at using a get out of jail free yes essentially and you know Um, going back to the richard situation um I, again, this is this 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 uh, this I need to look at. This is where I'm even fuzzier on the details because I don't quite remember. But basically, Richards, I believe. Uh, let's look it up because I don't want to be wrong about this. But he I basically pulled up here. Took yeah, if you can if you can uh, fill in the details. But uh, he brought in uh, prescription uh, painkillers in Canada, I believe. Gotcha. I w- I know about the the payout. Um, I don't know the exact details here. Um. 
I know that the settlement involved them paying him uh, $10.5 million of the $22 million he had remaining. And like you said, the they were made... The, those payments are to be made to him all the way until the 2032 season, which is another 10 years away. So the cap hit is essentially Nolan Lloyd or so, so minuscule that it doesn't necessarily matter. But the, uh, the details, I believe they had an article in the LA times about, um, at the time, Dean Lombardi, the Kings general manager, you know, talking about, um, the situation. I think he was interrupt me. If, oh yeah. Uh, charged with possession of a controlled substance. I think those are the painkillers. Uh, yeah. when he went over the, the border, um, and so in this, uh, in this scenario, I guess if, if it is uh, what it was as reported that he did do something wrong, but, you know, just again, depends on the details of it. And if it is indeed enough to have it entirely terminated, right. And the contract entirely terminated and yeah. that, uh, is not going to be easy. Uh, at least that's, that's my guess. And there's going to be a, a, a fight about this. Yeah. There's going to be a fallout. I'm interested to see, um, exactly when the details start to emerge about what the exact protocol violation was, if it was mm -hmm. um, not testing negative going into Canada, um, because he would essentially be a repeat offender in that sense, breaking COVID protocol, not just one time with the, the vaccine card, but a second time doing this, like, does that substantiate or does that, that mean anything? The fact that he's, he's done it again. And, uh, interested to see if the sharks have been in contact with the league or or what sort of legal matters that they've done to strengthen their case to to at least attempt this uh this buyout that they're or not buyout excuse me their their contract termination that they're they're trying to do yeah yeah no i those are some of the details that uh we're waiting on so and of course for everyone listening um as soon as more information comes out um, Shang will be posting any and all updates on San Jose hockey now.com. It's, it's not going to be a paywalled article. You know, this is something that, uh, sharks fans through and through will need to, you know, if, if you follow the team close enough and, and you care about the subject enough, um, the information will be available as soon as it's, as, as it's known. Correct. Yep. Uh, absolutely. Alrighty. Shang. Well, I, uh, I know you've got a lot of, uh, you got to handle the phones there. And, um, I believe this is pretty much kind of the update that we know as of now. So as a quick summary, the sharks are attempting to terminate Kane's contract, um, because of another COVID protocol violation that we are assuming as of right now is, is not testing negative going into, uh, Vancouver. Well, just going to Vancouver uh, uh, while in COVID protocol. So basically crossing yeah. the border. We don't know how he did it, uh, but um, yeah, crossing the border while while uh, uh, COVID positive. Gotcha. And then, uh, you know, who knows with, uh, with government regulations, how this kind of plays into it as well. Because um, I know the, the Canadian government is, is really locking things down and trying to 
get stuff under control. I mean, we see the different attendance um, restrictions that are going on in like Ontario and stuff like that. Um, you wonder if uh, the legalities of it could come back to bite the sharks on the butt or, or even bite Vander Kane on the butt, depending on, um, you know, whose side it, it favors, essentially, if it even favors anybody at all. So as far as um, continued updates on this Evander Kane saga, I think it's important, like Shang said, to stress that this is not the end of um, the the saga at all. It's not the end of the, the story. It's it's the closing of one chapter and the starting of another. You know, we're we're just we're finally progressing um, to the next step, and uh, this is, you know, for lack of a better term, shit's about to go down, um, especially if the NHLPA and Evander Kane, which we presume are going to uh, fight this. Like Shanks said, that's a lot of money to be given up. Someone tried to take $22 million from me. You know, They're not going to do it quite easily. So as far as uh, it goes right now, Shang, I know you have some stuff that you have to get ready for as far as pregame, and you're going to try to gather your so- some information from your sources, and I have some flu medication I need to take. So uh, thank you, everyone, for listening in for this, and uh, make sure you – uh, give us a follow. Go to SanJoseHockeyNow.com uh, to get updates on the information. I know Shang will obviously be retweeting and tweeting stuff out as it comes out. So make sure you stay tuned. You know, keep the uh, keep the notifications going, and uh, we'll provide you with as unbiased and as open information as we can. So um, until this Thursday's episode, when we're going to talk more San Jose Sharks, the actual team. Shang, was there anything else that you had to uh, to tell anyone before we before we hop off here? Uh, like I said, uh, uh, check me out on Sharks pregame live uh, later. Uh, in, well, in a couple of hours here, I'm going to record in about an hour, and so <laughs> we'll I'll have a little bit more about this then. Alrighty, folks, that's going to be it for us uh, today. Make sure you guys uh, all stay safe and stay hydrated. <laughs>